welcome to Experience Share. It's a Pokemon podcast starring me, Spiritan. Spiritum. AKA Tanner Greenring. And I am joined, as always, by my co host, Crocorosh. Crocorosh. Those are good. Those are good. And I think new. Good Pokemon and both. Yeah, that fucking Spiritum. Challenging Pokemon this week, I would say, when we faced off against them. Because we did face off against them. I don't know if you and Bugcatcher Nation have picked up on it yet, but I always pick names of Pokemon whom we met in the previous leg, the leg we're recording about. And we met both a Krokorok and a Spiritomb, and they were both difficult, especially the Spiritomb. The Spiritomb was the last Mon standing in that battle. And it's just like fucking hopping around like the Pixar lamp yeah it's so inexplicable isn't it a ghost why isn't it just floating around in my game it kept taking baths it just like camped out in a little like <laughs> tub and kept healing oh, those every barrels of water yeah and i was like hey get out that's of there. funny i did not step foot in one of those actually i had to chase it out of there and hunt it down good joshua last week i came to you uh, a broken man because you this did. game, specifically Kenshin uh, of Illusio, had Illusio. destroyed me mentally and physically. That's true. But this week I come to you brimming with confidence. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling strong. I'm feeling powerful. I had absolutely no issues with any leg this week. Just kicked down the doors and took names everywhere that I went. I had a similar experience. Although I kind of cruised last week, too. So I'm glad to hear that you were on my level this time. You know, I think the real trick is just to uh, check out your opponents beforehand and really think about whether or not you have the uh, appropriate Pokemon to take them on. Exactly. Yeah. Who would have guessed? You just have That's to play the about. game well. Yeah. <laughs> and I played the game very well this week. Joshua. There's a significant amount of strategy that really just comes down to like looking at what is in the castle before you decide to siege it. Yeah. And seeing what kind of mon you already have in your stable and deciding whether or not you could uh, take it on or not. That's I will say, about. though, I do um, I do go into every like non trainer battle pretty half cocked uh, and that like if I want to go catch oh, a new yeah. trainer or like go and see if any of the Pokemon on a field are compatible with any of my warriors. I'll just go into those battles with whomever. And that sometimes stings me a little bit. I did that a bit this week, but I started pivoting about halfway through because I realized that so many of the Mon that I'm working with at this point yeah. uh, have, like, in, in the, like, you know, the backwater nations that I, like, am delegating. I don't know what the hell is going on there most of the time. Yeah. I would go back and be like, oh, yeah, I'm going to, like, go in hunting for some Mon, and it's always some basic shit. And then a couple of times after I'd gone through months... I noticed that they were on training and like a lot of Pokemon are no longer even like gaining more of a link because they've all hit because the they've limit. all hit their max. Yeah, I like because so issue. many of them are like 38 percent or fucking 42. You really illuminated the the ma the linking system for us last week in a yeah. way that I never really like I, I thought I understood it, but I, I didn't really ever process it. But now that I'm going back and looking at all my warriors and all of their Pokemon and how strong the links are between all of them, 
it's it's horseshit right yeah these people who like i came into my team with a pokemon that they chose and it's like max is like 32 percent it's like well then why are you working with that pokemon guy kick him out back into the fucking woods like so then I realized I I went back to like oh that's why I think development is the best yeah I'm on development because you're just now. getting money from all these fucking losers and keeping their spirits up with presumably panegyries and booze and uh, in the meantime I would choose a couple of castles like per month after the main battle and then I would like try to find a warrior who I could find a better link for and it did work a couple of times like I got. One dude's 100% perfect link with a petalil. And then I'm very proud of Katsuyori, who I found his perfect link is Larvitar, and I caught a Larvitar with him. So that's going to be fun if I can get a Tyranitar someday. That would be nice, especially with the perfect link. I also discovered that fucking Yashimoto with his goddamn Pineco slash Fortress isn't even a perfect link. Is it not anymore? I Just think Pineco is, but yeah, so they can go down. Well, I got to figure out who his perfect link is. It can go back up once they reach a certain link with that new evolution. Because uh, I'm sure you, you must have noticed that Wigglytuff is also not Uichi's strongest bond. But I believe... Joshua, it might come as a surprise to you that I did not realize that because I did not yeah. look. I usually just do it anyway, because I think that they can get back up there. Um, yeah. And like double slap was just not fucking cutting it anymore. Yeah, double double slap is not a good move. It's very bad in any game. <laughs> a lot of them have some pretty bad moves. I'm getting pretty sick of Eevee's move, move set too. And I'm getting Whoa. pretty eager to evolve Talk my Eevee. About that. I went ahead and did it. Joshua, can I tell you something? Sure. This is a Pokemon podcast. We play through every single Pokemon game, castle by castle, kingdom by kingdom, gym by gym, week by week, etc. etc. Um <laughs> we are in season 5X. I'm just going to start doing the Mega Man naming convention. Yeah. So this is season 5X and hopefully it's the final season subseason of the 5th season. Are you thinking of something else? Because I think this has to be it. I have to move on after the bug catchers would have our literal heads if we tried to push off X, Y any longer. We decide to just also not interested in pushing Pokemon channel. Let's just play Pokemon channel. Yeah, let's play Pokemon channel. We're just really going to do a deep dive in a Pokemon channel. Um, (laughs) um, Was that a Wii exclusive? (laughs) I think it was GameCube. I couldn't think of a Wii one. Must have been um, something, but we're not doing that. We're not doing that. I'm eager to play Pokemon XY. You know why? Because there's two little Pokemon called Skidoo and Go-Goat. Oh, yeah. Isn't Go-Goat? Well, I guess the Poly line is your Poly line, but I also really like Where Skidoo. is Go-Goat in the lineup? Yeah. I mean, a close second, I think. But, I've, you know, I've got so many beloved Pokemon now after a few years of, of playing Pokemon games with you. I show I show I sent you a text message about this the other day. I went to a collectible store to oh, kill yeah. time with my son and found a uh, beautiful Mewtwo collectible figurine from Burger King from 1999 that came in a little like canister, mint condition. Yeah, it looks like it's his holding cell from Team Rocket when Giovanni yeah. is like birthing him. So I'm jealous. I, you know, it I'm getting. Cool I, I've got a lot of of Pokemon. I'm very fond of now. I think uh, I'm surprised that Rotom has really risen in the ranks as much as he has. But yeah. I'm a real Rotom stand now. You really are. You could be the world's number one Rotom stand. I also can't remember if it's X Y where we finally get the um, 
the like Rotom smartphone as our Pokedex oh, slash yeah. uh, Intralink slash phone. But was that it, not? Might have been Sun Moon. The, the newest one? Oh, what? Was it really that late? I thought. Yeah, the, I think it's I Sword one and of the Shield. handheld games. I think it's Sword and Shield. Yeah, Rotom phone, Sword and Shield. No, I can't wait for that. They're keeping Rotom around. I guess yeah. everybody figured out. He's a lifer. He's a hit. It's kind of messed up, though, unless Rotom, like, does Rotom like that? I guess it likes possessing appliances and shit, so it's not like being forced to be a phone. It's into oh. it. <laughs> now you've given me a, a better complex is like is he like into it into it you know like oh, is, yeah. is this gratifying to him pressing sexually? all those buttons i don't want that either you know charging him up plugging him in yeah it horrified me the first time like i was talking to like a vet or someone who knows a lot about dogs and i was talking about giving hercules's lower back his butt uh, upper butt area hard scratches Oh, yeah. And how oh, he always makes like funny sounds and wiggles his butt in a funny way when I do it. And they're like, oh, yeah, you're like kind of making him come. They're like that. Oh, it like stimulates no. his like genitals. In, like, That's a, something a vet should just keep to themselves. I know. Now, now you know it. And now everyone in the bug catchers knows it. I don't even know if it's true, but perpetuate that message. Everyone. Uh, I will. like Joe Rogan over here. I'm, I'm not going to I'm not going to be spreading that one around. Joshua, Which, yeah. Last week we struggled. Last week no I struggled more than other. Yeah, <laughs> we only had to take on two kingdoms last week because the third caves, as we as we let you know last week. But this week it was the full three kingdom lineup. The very first one, right on the uh, the doorstep of the Terrera Nation, is the Cragspur Nation. Yes, with its rock. pathetic, weakling little rock type Pokemon. It's what you'd think. So I, Joshua, loaded up. I took in, oh, you know what? I'm going to, I lied to you. I said it was a complete cakewalk this week. I went into yeah. Craigsburg Nation yeah. with a bunch of Pokemon that I thought would be good options for Craigsburg Nation. And I loaded up in that little like front room that you load up in. And I, I plopped my EV down on, on the button to open up all the doors. And then my Pokemon flooded out. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. just sent them all out to chase after these these rock type Pokemon all over the the map. Yeah, you start in like a tomb, and then you yeah, open you start a, in like hit a, a button, tomb. and then all like these Jesus. stone it's walls like, come down. How appropriate! It's Easter time, and and we have moved aside the boulder, and we've emerged from the cave, much like Jesus. And we're here to liberate all of these Nobunaga acolytes, just like Jesus. Yeah, that's, sent out all of my Pokemon out onto the the field. No one told me the rules, Josh. No. No one told me that literally every single one of my Pokemon were going to be crushed by boulders on the next turn. Because as soon as you send your Pokemon out onto these slopes to go chase down um, whoever the, the king of Cragspur is, his Pokemon all go out and start pushing boulders on you. The, the map is littered in boulders and they roll down the hill and they smash into your Pokemon yeah. and do tons and tons of damage. So after one round, some most of my Pokemon were below half health. And then, of course, like he just came down and like mopped up. So, yep. once I, I feel insulted that no one told me the rules before they set me just like half cocked into this level. At least Yoshimoto, when we were taking over Chrysalis, had the common decency to announce that you were Tell playing us. a game. He didn't yeah. really go into, you know, the deep strategy of Pokemari. It. 
But he yeah. would made it very clear that we were playing some sort of demented game. And here, Yuji Yasu just lets you show up and you think like, oh, great. I just hit this button and I can go storm it out. Yeah. And then he sends all of his mon to just push the boulders down. Wallop you with rocks. Yeah. And it's like Indiana Jones, except all of your Pokemon actually get crushed to death. So I, I had to come back. I had to regroup and come back. Yeah. Mine, Did you lose for similar reasons? But I didn't have them lined up like dominoes, like it seems like you did. Um, <laughs> yeah. But they were, I they did. were going single files to hide their number, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a Your strategy footprints. that works in this. My Jigglypuff got nailed because I had it go out first. And I think maybe Drillbur. Somebody took a hit also, but the other four were fine. Okay. I lost on that battle anyway, just because I was nearly at, I was at like a comparable level. He definitely had a slightly more attack power, but my type matchup was just not there. Yeah, I think I, I, just I brought didn't in have psychics or something the it. first time, and like that was a mistake because they're just so frail that they all just got like creamed. Yeah, and his team's got a Pansir, a Bulldor, Larvitar, Roggenrola, Onyx, and Machop. So yeah. some of it's like, oh, maybe I could bring in like a flying Pokemon to deal with the Machop, except no, obviously it'll get crushed by all the Rockmons. And then like water is the best one because that covers the most. Um, Ground Psychic seems too. like it will be good, but it's not actually as effective as you'd want. Yeah. Uh, ground is, yeah, ground and water is really the best way of dealing with it. I did bring yeah. in that Petalil I mentioned on my later successful foray. But yeah. I... I was so shook that I pivoted away and I did a couple. Oh, you didn't even go for the Cragsburnation. No, I decided to refocus my efforts on Yaksha. Yaksha. Um, down to the south, the southern yeah. peninsula of Ransai. Don't you have to claim the Cragsburnation to unlock Yaksha and, and um, Viperia? No, you can't get to Viperia without having conquered one of the other two. But I oh, noticed I after this that Terrera, you can head south, south okay. as well. Okay. And I took a look at, as we were talking about, I took a closer look at Yaksha and I was like, oh, it's Zoroark, it's Scraggy, it's Scrafty, Crocorock, Zubat, and Ponyard. And I was like, okay, I got a Timber that was a 100%. I got him a Chop sitting around somewhere. Yeah. Uh, I had my Luxio for Luxio for Zubat, Jigglypuff, and Eevee were dead weight in this battle. But yeah. what else did I have? I think I brought... Uh, I brought the Larvitar I mentioned earlier as well on one what of the What is Larvitar? It's ground rock? Um, ground dragon? Just dragon? No. Well, in this, its attack is just rock throw, but the Pokemon itself is rock ground. It only turns into dark rock when it turns into Tyranitar. I'm mixing it up with that other one. What's what's that other one called? Axew? Axew, yeah. That one's just straight up dragon, right? That's right. They look a lot alike. Ooh, Especially in this game. At some point. Oh, I got but one. You got one? An Axew? Oh, yeah. Where did you find that? Don't know. I don't yeah. know where I find these things, Josh. You're supposed to help me and the bug catchers by <laughs> telling us where you find that kind of fucking thing. I have no idea where I found the Axew, but I'm pleased I have it. Um, it came in handy on a couple battles this week. It will come in handy, very handy, in the late game as well. Let's talk about Yaksha, because the setup in Yaksha is pretty interesting. It's a little, like, um, dilapidated dojo. Uh, and it's got a bunch of like big pools of poison that you have to kind of skirt around. <laughs> yeah, um, you're sort of in like the courtyard of like a uh, castle. 
Yeah. And it's full of, it's a pretty hideous courtyard. And I've seen a couple of hideous courtyards. Like I think the one I mentioned at my previous apartment, which is humble break, was just a, an alleyway uh, where everybody. This guy's seen so many courtyards that he has strong opinions about courtyards. You don't have any opinions about courtyards. You don't think one that's just a glorified alleyway with a bunch of also probably puddles of poison in it, which the is what I used to have. in your last apartment was bad. Yeah. It was not welcoming. It was loud. I think it's clear what a bad courtyard is. And yeah. I would say my old apartment courtyard and then also this dilapidated old castle courtyard. Full of poison puddles. Full of poison puddles. But here's the gimmick to, to Yaksha. Gimmick. Is... I guess it's like gambling. I don't know. So every X number of turns, the the roulette will spin. And whichever Pokemon gets selected by the roulette wheel gets automatically transported to this tiny little side room off the main map, which... Well, it's actually anywhere I found out later because I had to play this like four or five times. Oh, really? I got I, you, I got like two guys both sucked into that little side room. That's what happened to me most of the time. There's like a room on the side that initially is covered with vines. And then if you get like banished there, it's like a prize room. So yeah, it's a prize room. There's it's just got a bunch, bunch of, of like presents that you can claim. But, but it won't be very long before the roulette inevitably sucks in either another one of your Pokemon or the enemy Pokemon, which is what happened to me. I Jigglypuff immediately got put into the prize room. And I was like, well, guess what? That's actually fine because Jigglypuff is not a big contributor here in Yaksha, right. uh, full of its its um, dark, dark type Pokemon. But then like a turn later there, um, what, what is what is Kotaro's Pokemon? Zoroark. Well, that's the Kotaro's like champion is Zoroark. Pawniard. A, a moment later, Pawniard got pulled into the, the prize room with my Jigglypuff. And as you can imagine, that was not great for Jigglypuff. No. Uh, Pawniard had a field day with, and with Jigglypuff in there. Jigglypuff yeah. was just running in circles around this tiny room and Pawniard was just oh, hunting wait. it down. Did you not figure out you could get out of there too? No. Could you? <laughs> There are two little patches of grass on the right side of it. And if you stand and wait on one of them, it would pop you out on the other side. No, I was fine with it. Um, I actually think I did discover that because the enemy did that. But I was fine with it because I could just stay in there with my Jigglypuff, who wasn't going to contribute in a major way anyway, and just collect all the little gifts that were in there. Yeah, it's kind of nice with Jigglypuff because its warrior ability, the healing thing could still work even from in there. So you could still heal your entire team and no one can even touch it most of the time. Yeah, I I did get through it. You actually didn't give me didn't give me that much trouble. Uh, I will say on that roulette, though, I hated the roulette. That's like the worst mechanic I've dealt with so far. And it's like the RNG is so biased against the player. I think obviously. Yeah, uh, I saw out of the like four or five times that I went up against Kotaru, like two of his mon were ever punted somewhere. I will say this, though, about the RNG is last night I was playing Pokemon Conquest and I was pretty tired, but I just wanted to like get through it so that I could record with you tonight. And I was playing a little sloppy. And at times the enemy NPC Pokemon would have a clear and decisive shot at one of my Pokemon to kill it and would instead walk off like wander away to go tech like some much stronger pokemon so i think the game does when it it senses that you're like really struggling kind of like cut you a little bit of a break no i do think there is some element of that 
this is not as punishing as a mystery dungeon. That's what happened in the Game Boy Color Pokemon trading card game, the Game Boy game for Game Boy Color, too, is every now and then it would just like seem to just sort of nerf itself against you. Well, other than those fucking coin flips. Oh, yeah, the coin flips were actually nerfed the other direction. Those were totally rigged. Started the fucking coin flips. Yes, I beat Cragspur first. You beat yaksha first but regardless of what happens you and i both discovered the same thing after defeating the first kingdom this week which is that these fanatics these sycophants are so obsessed with lord nobunaga that instead of letting you recruit any of them uh they just talk shit at you and then go and like hide go like huddle with lord nobunaga they shunt defect yeah too brainwashed which is something I forgot, and I was upset about that because I was like, I would love some good dark Pokemon. I mean, yeah, you can go back. Nice. You can always just beat them and then go and catch yeah, them. Yeah, but Pokemon. I don't have anybody who has like a strong connection to them. So I've all I know, got, I like, want these 100%ers. Dark Pokemon. That's the nice part about these warlords is they all have a 100% connection with the Pokemon they come with. So it's like, yeah, I want that. But no, we didn't get, we weren't yeah. given the option. Azorok? They all run. Oh. I would kill. I would love Zorark. 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 Anything else interesting happened to you in Yaksha? Well, yes, because we talked about this off mic before we started. After this break. Oh, yes. Uh. Welcome back, bug catchers. Welcome back, Joshua. Oh, so Tell me about your. You just ovulated? <laughs> so discombobulated, you threw me off with, you really got me with that ad break. I don't know yeah. where the hell I am in this story. Yeah, I um, I broke the rules. Because most of the time I set it up in a way that the sentence makes sense. I say like, tell me about this after this break. Yeah. But that time I just shouted after this break at you. And we got these short eps, you know? Yeah. I, I, yeah. I didn't see it coming. Respect. Yeah, I'm really just trying to wig you out, man. Try to get in your head. Yeah. You I think me. it's always good to put your co-host on their back foot. You know, I think right. it creates good audio. Uh, you were in the Yaksha castle. You're going to tell me some wild shit that happened to you. <laughs> well, I do have a reveal because before this, after getting wiped, getting crushed to death, rather at Cragspur. I did a couple of months of training, and at one point, a traveling merchant paid a visit to Uh-oh. where I was. Was it the hottie or the naughty? The naughty. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, not quite I'm not... the traveling mask salesman, but he's not a looker. Is he as creepy as the traveling mask salesman? No, I'd say that he was more of like a, kind of a hiker vibe. Traveling mask trainer. is kind of a nightmare. I would not have bought any of his wares. Um, I'm not really a big fan of curses. Riddles, I am, not really I am a big fan of uh, being, uh, uh, what are they called? Deku shrub? Deku? Yeah, Deku shrub. Yeah. yeah, shooting little nuts, Deku nuts. I love Tell it. me what happened to you in Yaksha. Bunnyhood fan. Um, this merchant, which I think triggers randomly is what we were sort of determining before this, offers wares if you have coin. So Skuma? it's everything from like po- potions, super potions, uh, but then later on in the back catalog, there's some interesting stuff where there's still a lot of items that I haven't like fully comprehended um, that are like the Cerulean Grace, like, uh, you know, whatever. There, There's ones where like they'll heal the Pokemon if they're standing on a specific terrain, but you like really need to know where you're going 
to yeah. like make it take advantage of that and yeah. like there's a one that heals you on grass etc there's like power wristbands which you can get kind of just in the wild i have those yeah, you pick it increases attack but it might just break randomly but yep. in the back he had all the stones he could carry Okay. Thunderstone, Firestone, Waterstone, Moonstone. Yes, yes. So did the hottie. We should say that two vendors can visit you during this week, <clears throat> during this leg. Um, yeah. I didn't get this gentleman that Josh is talking about. It seems to be kind of random. But later there's a scripted event where one of the guys in your party is like, whoa, who's that sexy merchant? And it's like some woman, some woman merchant who he's just hot for. That's why we keep calling them the hottie and the naughty. Yeah, Kai- Kaiji specifically is like a wooga about this traveling merchant later. Yeah. This one, I did not remember that there are scripted ones. So I was like, well, I got like seven grand. I'm going to go ahead and buy this Waterstone because I wanted a Vaporeon. I did think about Glaceon. I thought about Jolteon. I did Jolteon in my original playthrough, but I've, I've got considered this- Jolteon too. I got this killer at this point, Luxray. Yeah. And so I was like, I don't think that I need a Jolteon as badly as like my water is suffering. That Magikarp is like seemingly never going to evolve. Oh, yeah. I keep I keep dragging mine into battle and it just like it's dead weight, man. Yeah, I still I still hope it happens because it is a perfect link. But uh, in the meantime, I was like Hydro Pump is sick. It's like a four three uh, tile move. I think three, not four. I think because Charizard has three straightforward too. So I'm wondering if maybe all the like uh, oh, final evolutions like of starters or whatever have. Although I guess um, Vaporeon's not really a final evolution of starter. The long story short is I went with Vaporeon because while I know that, yeah, it's three squares. I just wanted to confirm that. Uh, shout out to Cerebi. Um We've tweeted this now, but they've got uh, the full Pokedex with the moves and everything for Pokemon Conquest. Uh, yeah, thank you, Sarah. Glaceon is tempting because I th- know that I think Nobunaga is the dragon guy. Any th- In any case, some big dragon fight's coming up and it's a nightmare and Glaceon would be nice to have. But to get Glaceon, you need to level up. You need to beat a battle in Nick Storm. Which is the penultimate castle. Kind of sounds like some Lego shit. Yeah, that, um, that's where I was. That's where my head was at too. And it needs to have at least ninety-one attack. So it has to be like pretty high up, mm-hmm. and you have to wait until the fucking almost the end of the main story. So I was like, I would rather just get this thing going now, even though I love that Glaceon. You know, Brevander does too. But in God, any that's case, that's so hard though. Like, look at all these other ones. Umbreon is just a seventy percent link in Yaksha. Easy. Yeah, I think you could I already, already that. do that. Yeah. Espeon is a 70% link in Illusio. So it's like, I could do either of those right now. Uh, I mean, I think my link is probably still only down at 56, maybe 60, but 70 is still. Maybe I'm not at 70 yet, but I think it's different than um, the attack or defense stats. But I don't even, I honestly hadn't even been paying attention to that. Like, yeah, I haven't either. I'd have no idea what like my attack stat is at. But uh, yeah, so I decided I wasn't And also, for it. I wouldn't know how to increase its attack stat if I wanted to. I think it just means it must be... I They can have different ones, like, in the wild, but that would be like, you know, this is whatever you got by default, so you can't replace yeah. it with another Eevee. Right. And then, like, I'm just not doing that calculation. You, you know what? Fuck it. I was just like, I want to start doing some damage now. I'm sick of quick attack. This thing's dead weight. It's Vaporeon yeah. time, baby. And I haven't looked back. 
Hydro Pump is extremely good. Especially when the next castle that you take on is Cragspur. And yeah. then you just flood the entire fucking tomb. I have plenty of water type Pokemon. You didn't have a single decent water type Pokemon that you could have brought into Cragspur? None of them have a good uh, connection. Other than well, the so Magikarp. So I don't want to waste my time on something that's a 44%, man. It's going to get capped out. Completely different approaches to this game. I've I'm, collected every warrior, every Pokemon. No, like, no, I'm not worried. Too worried about the the uh, the cap space. I'm quality over quantity. I don't want a bunch of fucking riffraff in my kingdoms. I think I'm gonna have to start coming around to your way of thinking, though, because like, yeah, I've, like my Riolu is stuck. It's like at 36 percent, and it can't. Oh, level you got up the same one. Yeah. Yeah, that was going to so, be one of my comments. I was like so stoked. I got some warrior with a fucking Riolu. And then, yeah, it's it's I think literally the same. It's like a 36 yeah. and it came at 34. So it's just like so this and sucks. you can't trade them. You know, like I'd, I'd love to give that Riolu to one of my other warlords. But like for some reason, they just didn't include that mechanic. It's like, why not? You know, like these two warlords are hanging out in the same spot together. Yeah, they just it, trade Pokemon. It puts so much more emphasis on the post game that we're rapidly approaching. Yeah, which is when you you can get more diverse warriors um, and you don't run into this problem as much. Yeah, I equipped uh, the water stone to Eevee and then after my successful battle at Yaksha, it evolved in a beautiful ceremony. Yeah. That yeah. is how evolutions work in this game. Some of the evolutions, like I got a metal coat this week and I gave it to Scyther has to be holding the metal coat and has to land the winning blow in a battle to evolve into Scyzor. Do you have a warrior who has a good connection to Scyther? Because the one that I had capped no, out at like 46 and then I just gave up. The one I have is 70%, which is not bad. That's, but like, that's worth it. I mean, I yeah. don't love it, but like I will not go lower than 70 at this point. I, I won't invest a lot of time or resources in any, any any warlord who has under a 70% connection to their Pokemon. So I am paying attention a little bit. Okay, okay. But I will still go into battle with a Riolu if it makes sense for me to have a Riolu in a battle, even though it's only 36%, you know? It's also so funny thinking about, you know, now I'm sure there must have been more resources at early on when this game came out in 2012. But now that we're like, I've just got a whole window for Firefox uh, that I minimize when we're not recording. Yeah, that's just like, or I'm not like playing and I need to reference something that's just like a dozen tabs that are all like Cerebi, that Vicoon one, the like GameSpot text only walkthrough and yeah. all this shit. There must have been better resources at some point. But <laughs> knowing that nuance in 2012, how much like if I wonder if that was easier to figure out people just it's word of mouth like, oh, well, it's not just that the Scyther needs to be holding the metal coat. It's that they have to land the final blow. Like, how are you figuring that out? No, I know. Ridiculous. Like it was 2012. Like websites barely existed. Right. I mean, I'm sure it was like, you know, they're they're trying to drive sales to the Prima strategy guide. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. It's like I remember back in like it was specifically around 2012, like. GameStop was constant. Anytime you bought a video game from GameStop, which is where you bought all your video games, by oh, the way. Yeah. Um, or EB Games, rest in peace. Or EB Games, Electric Boutique. Yeah. <laughs> they always tried to upsell you on the, the Prima Guide. Oh, yeah. And I think I probably went for it more often than not. I think my Prima Guide for Oblivion, Elder Scrolls for Oblivion, is like one of the most like well-used, dog-eared books I've ever owned in my life. Yeah, I. that's making me... 
nostalgic and upset that I didn't keep these now because mine were specifically the Ocarina of Time one and yeah. Pokemon Crystal. You got to come to this next time you're in Central Connecticut. You got to come to this collectible store that I took Miles to because they had a entire wall of Prima strategy oh, guides. I'm going to clean like dating back to the 80s or like whenever. So what else happened to you in Yaksha? Anything else? No. So I got the oh, well, I got like I got a girder now who is also a 100 percent. I'm very proud of that one. Yep. Uh, That's pretty good. That one evolved after my successful final battle. What's the final evolution of Gurga called? Conkolder. So I'm Conkolder, excited right. about having that. And this thing is approaching, I think it's at 296. So it's approaching where I believe it must do the final form pretty soon. But I don't yeah. know. I don't know. I haven't looked that up. I want to talk to you, Josh, about this. these merchants, the hottie and the naughty. Okay. Because they had similar gear. Um, but I only met the hottie and I went through her stuff. I bought some evolution stones. Up until this point, I can't remember. Oh, right. But I'm parking uh, lot, put the uh, parking lot, a rant, quick rant that I will do after this. Oh, you can do your quick rant now. Well, my rant is just, I, the scripted thing where Kaiji gives you a water stone, a fire stone and a thunder stone after the And I'm like, fuck, I just blew 5,000 gold on getting this water stone. And I sure I got the evolution sooner, but like. I don't know that I'm necessarily ever going to need a water stone again. Yeah, so. my I'm lousy with stones because of uh, what's his face, Kaiji. Yeah, he just filled up my inventory, but I don't want those anyway. The 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 huh. I just assumed I just keep earning money and I'm not spending money because you get plenty of items on the maps. So I was like, oh, I've got essentially endless amounts of money. Like, yes, vendor, bring it on. I'm gonna I'm gonna buy out your entire shop. Items in this game are so expensive yeah and you've been bragging about how you were scrooge mcduck over there so expensive like one evolutionary stone cost five thousand coin and like i think i had fifteen thousand coin you know like i was like oh i've got more money than anyone could possibly spend in this game right. and then like instantly like tore through my entire reserve of cash buying like two evolution stones and like three purple pony geary yeah anything you know? that is worth a damn is at least 1500 and then up to 5000. Yeah. So I think development as we were saying, now that uh now that so many we've got so much riffraff in our kingdoms, it just I just definitely think development is the best way of delegating yep. cuz you just need money and you don't want to have to think about it. I I figured out two tricks is development for any nation that is full has all six pokemon, but if you if you have a nation that doesn't have six Pokemon in it or six warlords in it, um, if you set them to search, they at the beginning of every turn, you have like some random percentage of one of the warlords in that nation will like automatically discover a Pokemon and like pop up this little pop up that says, like, do you want to keep this, you know, whatever Pichu that oh, this guy found? So you don't have to go link with them. No, they will That's come to you. That's pretty nice. Okay. It, it seems like it, that is happening when a nation is not completely full in my game. Um, I could do that in with doing some that, of my chaff. Yeah. Yeah. In doing that, I did fill up my all of my nations across the board. But we'll talk about nation check in a second. I want to finish my point about the hotties inventory. Yeah. Because she has an item in her like key items inventory. Uh-huh. That's my item finder of the week. Oh, yeah. And it's called the Hachimaki. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hachimaki. Hachimaki. 
It is a terrible item. Yes. It costs 5,000 gold for the privilege of raising your attack for four turns and then dying. Yeah. Whatever Pokemon is holding this, its ta- attack <laughs> will go up for four turns. Ambiguously and raising die. attack, and then you unambiguously faint four Just turns faint later. At the end of four turns. So bad. For 5,000, but it's got a hell of a name, Hachimaki. Hachimaki. I wonder what a Hachimaki actually is. Did we look it up? No. But my favorite bento box is a Maki combination. A Hachimaki is a traditional Japanese headband, usually made of red or white cloth featuring designs of kanji on the front. It's a white headband with a red sun and kanji on it. Oh, it's worn, right. it's worn in the military to keep sweat off of faces. I mean, that is a headband I have certainly seen before. It's a symbol of courage. Symbol of effort and courage by the wearer. Hachimaki. 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 <laughs> Joshua, we have one final kingdom to tackle. And, and we both tackled the same kingdom this time because there's only one left before we head up to the rest of the Rensai region. Liberia. Before we go there, do we want to talk about the teams we brought into there? Oh, sure. All right. Let's do level check or link check. Link check. I mean, I feel like I've revealed most of mine, so maybe I should just get it over with. I sort of like poetically weaved them into the story, I think. So yeah, you did. It was very artful. <laughs> Josh, thank you. Joshua's got a Vaporeon now that is a hefty 446 link. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Oichi, that is insane. My Eevee is 290. Yeah, I mean... How it much got, did it jump up when you fed it the water stone? I think nearly 100. But then, like I said, Jesus. it also just cleaned house in Cragspur. Right, right. It was like Petalil did a little damage, and then, like, Sveal and, like, Drillbur got a couple of hits. And then fucking Vaporeon is just, like, super yeah. effective on... Almost As you can imagine, my Eevee has not been extremely useful in the last few battles, so it has not gained a lot of levels recently. It was also perfect because, as we're talking about, like Pokemon can often end up in like dominoes on that castle, and so they yeah. would be stuck trying to go through a choke point, and then I just bring the Vaporeon out, and then it's just Hydro Pump, Hydro Pump, Hydro Pump, and like hit three of them in a row. Yeah, that's pretty good. And I have not gotten to take this Pokemon out for a spin yet because I did buy a Moonstone from the hottie trader and Oichi has a Wigglytuff now, but it evolved right after Viperia and it is 335 and it is also Joshi's sweetie. And it's my You Make Me Bar Pokemon of the Week. Oh. Okay, so we must be commenting on different aspects here. Here's what I'm commenting on. It's it's little puss. It's little mean mug. For some reason, they've they've taken this in the in the big art, the splash art, like when it evolves or when you're looking at it on on Uchi's screen. It's sweetie as hell. It's got a little puss on. It's got a little mean mug. It's it's it, it, we went from this like fun roly poly little wiggly uh, jigglypuff to this like angry little wiggly tough. And it's like, what do you got to be angry about? It's my pouty guy? and it's fun. What do you have to be angry about? Look you at have you. it. Little, you like, have it still. Look at that. You think that's not sweetie? Is yours making a mean mug? No. Look at how pissed it is. But it's like quit, quit mean mugging at I'm me, so guy. I'm so mad at you. It's like sassy. I uh, I don't like its attitude. I, I think if it. you're gonna come if you're gonna come at me with that piss poor attitude, Wiggly Tough, you're gonna be the you make me barf. You're get, how could you expect you any some less? double slapping? Well, I'm uh, glad. I think is that the first time that's happened. 
I don't think so. But yeah, okay. who knows at this point? I'm interested to see what it looks like on the battlefield. I'm looking um, at the sprite page, and it's not. It looks I mean, like sorry, better it looks, than Jigglypuff. It looks but. as stupid as all of them do. You know. Yeah, I'm grading these more now. It looks on better than Jigglypuff. The illustrations. Yeah. Because the cutscenes are really where it's at. Um, and yeah. whatever, I liked its attitude, but you know, different. Uh, different, different toughs for different folks wigglies yeah that's it different toughs for different wigglies who else you got kenshin gallade is 325 okay and you skipped taka he's a oh i forgot yeah taka is the girder that's 296 genshio is now a luxray from luxio and it's a 98 percent yeah but i was like i'm not that seems not worth it I, I don't think I'll ever get it that high, and Luxray has Thunder instead of fucking Discharge. I'm sure there was an argument for Discharge being great too, but it it does, it hits every square surrounding Luxio, and right, often that would be many of your own Pokemon, Yeah, and Thunder is just straight up two tiles away. Yeah. I had taken Luxio away from Ginchio in favor of a um, Joltik. But just this week, I gave her back her Luxio because the connection is just so much better. Oh, yeah. So I, I got to train up her Luxio, too, into a Luxray. I also really... Uh, Joltik has Electro Ball, which is just a straight-up, like, attacks two tiles away for a pretty hard hit. And oh, I vastly bad. prefer that to Discharge. Yeah. Uh, so Thunder, I miss read it and it's three tiles so i think it's even better although two is good uh three can backfire i would also say i didn't even use riperior for most of this because rock his attack is three it's fucking no isn't it four it's maybe it's four so far and you can't use it two times in a row i mean it hits hard you know i i kept um it does a ton of damage it does a ton of damage but you have to be so far away for it to work and oh it is three it is three squares in front and it needs a recharge it needs a recharge it's difficult i did not like it but also riperior has a million hit points so you can take a few hits while you're recharging your rock blast or whatever it's called um we just had a lot of like tight spaces this leg yeah there are tight spaces not especially that one there's one map that's like a big hill with portals all up and down it. Oh, yeah. the And they always have Illusio like one or one. two. Yeah, they always what? have one or two Pokemon parked at the top of the hill, which means there's no room to do like, you, essentially, you can only send up the guys who hit the next square over. Right. Anyone else, you're going to not be able to maneuver. That was what got me to move on from Rhyperior because I was like, oh, you can only stay down on the bottom tier. And yeah. it wasn't that useful. I, you know, it's still a great mod. I mean, I, I got it up to 343, but um, yeah. it's not in this, this main team. So Luxray was 311, and then Katsuyori is Larvitar, and that was 198. Um, I'm excited about you having this Larvitar. I can't wait to see what you do with it. I mean, I gotta get that thing up. I'm just bringing it around, like, not super useful in this battle, but I was more than covered. I mean, Gallade did most of the fucking work Yeah. anyway, because it's super effective. I just want it to level up. I want that Pupitar, and I want that Tyranitar as quick as possible. Any honorable mentions? Any other Pokemon out in your kingdoms? We complained about Riolu. I caught a shield on that I was also very happy about. And then it's again like a 42 or something. Yeah, it sucks. 
sort of upsetting. Um, but my other, I had a Masatoyo and Drillber around very frequently. That's up to 245. Um, I think <sighs> it's a 70. And then I got Sasai and Sfeel at 194, which I think also was a 70. And I just, at this point, don't think I'm going to get a better ice option. So I'm trying yeah. to get it leveled up so it can start evolving. But um, they were all yeah. good. I didn't include it in my my honorable mentions, but I did catch a cup chew this week. So I think that might might be my ice type until I can get Umbreon or uh, Glaceon. Learned to run it. I don't like it, but I think I'll deal with it. King Boo is canonically King Boo from Mario games. He's collecting an all sexy Pokemon team. He's got a lot of work to do. Lots of work to do. Eevee is at 290. I got all the same evolution stones from Kaiji that Josh did, but I won't use any of them yet. I'm, I, I think I'll miss my Eevee too much. You're not sure, yeah. Oichi, I also evolved Ash my Oichi's Jigglypuff into a Wigglytuff and then saw its attitude and immediately regretted it. Uh, 323. <laughs> uh, I'm still rocking Shingen, Rhyperior, 386. Damn. Still rocking Kenshin, Gallade, 369. Still rocking Yoshimoto, Fortress, 328. And I'm still rocking Takatora, Charizard, 377. I just love those four. Yeah. I think those four, they, they're so versatile. Like, Fortress wasn't exactly useful in Viperia, as you can imagine, being a bug steel, but, like, not bad. And his move is a steel type, Gyro Ball, so it hit pretty hard in the Poison Nation. Yeah, you have good coverage. It's not bad. Yeah, I need water, I guess. God, do I have to go for Vaporeon, too? No, certainly not. That's um, interesting. What about and then my, who are your supports? Honorable mentions. Honorable mentions this week is I caught a ghastly with King Boo. Oh. It's not a great connection, but it's just kind of nice to have a ghost type Pokemon. That is fun. And Where then was that Yaksha? It was in the one that has the big like uh, balance beam right in the middle of the map. The big red balance beam, and you start on one side of it, and they oh, start on the other, and yeah. you can like kind of climb on top a before they do. A couple of them have that setup, but I don't remember yeah, which one. It is. I don't remember either. That's where I got that. Oh, I guess um, it was probably um, maybe Chrysalis because it's poison. No, that's bug. I don't know. Um, and then uh, I did buy a Sunstone and level up Yakamoto's. Um, what's it called? This the second one, Sawado. Yeah, yeah. Leveled up Sawado into Levani. So Ooh. spent Hachi, five thousand dollars to finally uh, start my journey into an all sexy Pokemon team. Gonna have to kick these scrubs, Shinken and. Kenshin and Yoshimoto off my team. Yeah. To make room for some sexier Pokemon. Galate's I guess Galate sort of is sexy. pretty sexy. Yeah. I think so. Joshua, before we go and talk about the uh the I final battle. It. Yeah. We agreed last week we would talk about date check. Yeah. Date check. Because oh, uh, neither of us were sure how long we had been playing in game diegetically. For me, it's October year six. That for me, it's October year three. So <laughs> it's funny that we both somehow ended up in October, but three years apart, different timelines. That is weird. And every like turn is a month, Buttcatchers. So yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like you can exhaust all of the Mon or like do a couple of battles and then delegate the rest. Yeah. And then you move forward. I think I do more like micromanaging where I'm checking like what Pokemon are in the like wild think, areas. Yeah, I think so. And I before, think you're probably being a little bit more smart about it. I'm I will trying just like, to match the perfect links a little bit more. Yeah, I should probably start doing that too. And then what about your Warlord Warlady check? 
Well, I'm sure Where's, where are you at? I'm going to get crushed here. I'm at 54 so. from Sad, 35 pathetic. last week. Pathetic. <laughs> yeah. What do you have? 72. Every single one of my castles is completely <laughs> full. fucking Christ. It's a, I, I can't sleep at night if there's any open spots in any of my castles. So that's nice. You're housing everyone who needs it. Yeah, I'm, I'm an opportunity creator, you know? Yeah. Come even join if, my army. Even if their opportunities are just uh, 36%. Viperia Nation, uh, back to what I was saying and cut earlier so you didn't hear it. But Viperia Nation, sort of this dilapidated dojo. All of the many of the rooms have like big puddles of poison right in the middle of the room that you have to walk around. Yeah. Um, and then there are these little like trap doors. So if you end your turn on a trap door, it'll pop you out somewhere else on the level. Uh, it works just like teleporters, except they don't shift every like third turn like teleporters do. Right. Um, and this one is a banner battle. So the three middle rooms, there's nine rooms and the three middle ones each have a banner and you have to just go and, and race for them and claim them. Yeah, it looks cool, but it's tough because there's pools of poison. You have to race over. There's trap doors. I came in here with the team I just mentioned, actually. So Gallade obviously did a ton of, of good work in here and um, Rhyperior did a ton of good work in here, but Fortress and, and Charizard were, were nothing to sniff at. Obviously, Eevee and Wigglytuff were almost completely useless, but the nice part about banner matches is you can just send them to go sit on banners. Right. And so I, I managed to kill everyone except Spiritomb. Yeah, that's what <laughs> happened had, to me too. Who had just parked themselves in a tub, in a hot tub. <laughs> And was like, you know, wailing on my Jigglypuff who was parked on a banner. And then they were both healing at the end of every turn. Because if you park yourself in a hot tub, you you heal. So then I I realized that the far furthest banner, the furthest, like, even though I had killed the guy who was on it, I neglected to claim the banner. Uh, oh, so man. instead of defeating the Spiritomb, I just ran back with Eevee and, and got that banner and ended the match. Because this is another one where you don't have to hold the banners. As soon as you have all the banners, you win. Right. So I just, I, I defaulted on, on Spiritomb. Yeah, I mine was relatively similar. Uh, I also needed to get the last banner. It was like all of his Mon essentially like rushed out. Yeah. And... It is nice, though, because there is a trapdoor that you can get to pretty easily from your starting location that literally spits you out right behind them, their starting zone. So on their first couple turns, they make a big run for the middle, the middle set of rooms. But you can just flood that trapdoor and pop out behind them and then just go and like wail on them. That's that's what I did. Yeah, you could just follow them. (laughs) Yeah, it's not that bad. But the Nene, sorry, I I got the leader wrong. So. Oh yeah, it's Nene, and she. It's also um, watch her the Nene. dude who we fought in. Yeah, watch me, Nene. The dude who we fought in Ignis Nation, Hideyoshi, I think. Yeah, I think so. He's here now too. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. A disciple <laughs> he's got of Nobunaga little, uh, now. Not Infernape, but whatever the no, it wasn't. Inf- inf- it wasn't an Infernape, or was it Monferno? I think it was Monferno. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's Monferno. Monferno. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He taunts you. He's like, yeah, no, I'm still. No, nah, I'm gonna go with Nobunaga on this one. I'm still. I like this yeah. side of the dark side his monferno is a joke though just oh the first pokemon i killed me too it was like <laughs> it came out like scurrying toward the f- first banner and right up front of them and i had taken a trap door so i was pretty close and then the arbok goes behind it and takes the banner and then the monferno standing there and then i just pop off with the vaporeon yeah. and hydro pump and it just 
dies like 300 damage they're also not very good at avoiding the poison puddles like his whole team ended no. up poisoned i or only Nene's whole team ended up getting one poisoned when i was just like trying to rush over to the far west of the right castle for, at the end spiritum and mine just like took a trapdoor in the very beginning and ended up at the bottom and then just like sauntered over to the last banner in the farthest room so everyone gets slaughtered and then it's just me's trying to send all of my pokemon to catch the spiritum <laughs> one at a time to just get eradicated yeah and similarly nene has a pretty like worthless pokemon um i'm now not remembering who it was but was it the arbok Must no have it was golbat oh yeah golbat Ugh. <laughs> yeah so stupid. I don't even remember what that thing did. I think I just thundered it basically out of the gate. I, think I just fire blasted it out of the <laughs> gate. Like, I don't even know what this thing fucking does. Um, so yeah, I think that's it this week, Joshua. Uh, any Anything else happened to, to you on your journeys that you want to talk about? Do I? I don't know. Do you? No, I don't think so. Okay. I think that's well, it. Uh, thank you for joining us this week. Uh, I you. have been Spiritan, a.k.a. Tanner Greenring, and I'm joined as always by my co-host Krakarosh, a.k.a. Mm-hmm. Joshua Fjallstad. Mm-hmm. Please do rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts and do uh, follow the show anywhere that you follow podcasts and do follow us at exp share pod on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, you can check out the, the lineup for the rest of the conquest journey that we're on. Uh, when you go to our Twitter, it's, I think, pinned, but if not, it's just a few we'll, tweets back. So we'll repin it, or if we don't, yeah, it, it should be right there. We're not that prolific. Any tweet that we make is well thought out, but we don't yeah, tweet yeah, all yeah. the time. You know? We're pretty careful. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we're going to take on Masamune and Ayasu and no next week. No? No. That's that was what my warlord name would be. I yeah. should have named myself that. And that's uh, the Avia Nation Spectra and Valora. So next yep. th- next is our penultimate episode, technically, yep. it yep. seems like. So there's a lot of post-game. We know we've sort of you know hinted at that. I think we'll try to cover as much as we can in the sixth and final, final episode yeah. coming up after that. But we're not but also we're not gonna do all of it. We just we gotta keep moving. That means you guys should get your X and Y cards ordered now because that's only a couple of weeks away. So that's right. Join us for that journey as well. And join us on the subreddit, reddit.com slash r slash bug catchers. And buy our merch at expsharemerch.com. Simple as that. Joshua, bug catchers. Goodbye. Smell you later.